What Comes First Will Follow, an audio roleplay by Fortunus Games and Tete de Punk. Episode 2, On the Train, Part 1. Katya. Nice to meet your acquaintance, Pokovnik Novokshinov. The briefest of smiles flashes across her face before it slowly fades away. So where are you headed? Andre. Moscow. So, so are you, I assume. Or are you stopping elsewhere, Devushka? Katya. I am as well. There are a number of things I need to do in Moscow. She brushes some dust off her coat as she speaks, and the lineup to board the train is now nearly finished. Both Katya and Andre step onto the train. Stepping aside, Andre allows, in good fashion and manner, for Katya to board the steps on the train car first, offering a hand to help her mount on the iron grid steps. Katya takes his hand and slowly mounts the steps. After stepping into the seating area, Katya takes a seat near the window and promptly closes her eyes, appearing to doze off. She is clearly very tired. Glancing around, Andre takes a seat in a berth some two berths ahead of her, as the train car is only peopled with a few isolated travelers dotted in random seats. He tries to ignore her presence, but glances over his broad jacketed shoulder out of part curiosity and concern. Katya has drifted asleep, it seems, but as the train starts moving, Andre notices that Katya's eyes open for a brief while before shutting again. It seems like after Katya's close, close brush with death, she was still in an agitated state. Too agitated to fall asleep, Andre concluded. He darts between glancing over his shoulder and attempting to focus a blanched gaze ahead out of propriety, but he notices her eyes flicker open and her face is lined with that numb alarm that, do that those who have a brush with death have. Concern gnaws at him, and foregoing his former intent to keep to himself, he sighs... <sighs> Rises from his seat and sidestepping the narrow confines of the walkway of the berths, he cautiously comes to Katya's berth. Andre, may I sit next to you? You look like you need another company, another soul for company, it looks like. Katya opens eyes. Yes, of course. You may sit next to me. She leans against the window and looks like she might fall asleep again, but at the same time, she looks increasingly anxious about something. Katya bites her lip. Stealing a split-second glance from the corner of his eyes, Andre catches the anxious glint in Katya's eyes and wonders if his good intention gesture might strike the woman as inappropriate or too forward. He clears his throat and takes the seat opposite of her in the berth quietly, glancing out the window, taking advantage of a welcome distraction of facing the Devushka's unusually calm and clear eyes. Andre, you seem exhausted. You all right, Devushka? Attempting to sound blank and keep his eyes focused on the fog-glazed windows, not wanting to make her nervous. Katya, yes, I am. 
it's not every day you get such a close encounter with death, though, you know. And there are some other things that are currently on my mind. She stops herself from revealing too much and casts a slightly suspicious look at Andre. She wonders why this man is taking such an interest in her and how she feels when she barely knows him. Puffing a hollow breath of relief, as Andre feared the woman was actually concerned over his action, he keeps forgetting manners are different up here. Andre cracks the smilest, the smallest of knowing and jaded smiles, since he's grazed death more times than he can remember. Andre. Eh, we all pass death every day, just some days he gets too close for our own good. Are you all right, though? Jadiness melts into a softer form of concern. He tries to quell his gruffness. Katya. Yes, I am. Looks a bit suspiciously at Andre, and then calms down a bit. He's probably just bored, she thinks. Why not talk a bit to him? This might be interesting. So what are you doing in Moscow? Is it related to your position? You're part of the army, I believe. Andre huffs a sharp breath and tisks. <sighs> On medical leave, actually, Devushka. Have to see some big city surgeon for removing a bullet here. Points to his chest, slightly annoyed at the recollection and actual reason of how he received his irksome injury. Katya's eyes widen so slightly. What, Katya, what happened if you don't mind telling me? Her voice softens with compassion. A wry expression jags his face. He tisks again and looks curiously at her. Andre, you really want to know then? Katya, yes, with conviction. Andre, Nothing as heroic or dramatic as you might be thinking, Devushka. No, he unbuttons his jacket lapel and digs in his breast, into his breast pocket inside, producing a battered pack of cigarettes and tapping the tiny parcel against the wall shakes loose a stray cigarette. One of my recruits, a damningly insubordinate whelp, didn't listen to me about keeping his damn barrel clean. During target practice, the sorry fool pulls his trigger and the recoil jerked him into the ground, shooting a second round higher up. I was alongside him and him and them trying to instruct them when he did this. And while well, the bullet hit me, it's not deep. The bone stopped it from entering anything vital. The doctors could very well leave it in there and nothing would aside from some pain happen. But my superiors wanted me to go up and see some surgeon up here, get it removed, fear of infection or the bullet moving, something like that. These old administrators fuss like old women. I've dealt with worse than a bullet. Katya smiles somewhat at the part where he describes the administrators as being like old women. Katya, you've seen a lot, been through a lot, it seems. Pensively, quietly. Andre puts the cigarette Top end flattened, keeping the embers slow and making the cigarette burn slower. Perhaps that's something you wouldn't want to know or should know. Ah, oh, well, here I am, miles away from my post for this nonsense. Hell, I could have taken it out myself and be none worse for the wear. 
digs into his pocket and takes out a match from an equally battered matchbook, strikes the match against the frame of the window, and lighting his cigarette with a guarded hand. His brows raise, wondering if he should offer her a cigarette. Does she smoke? Andre. Ah, would you like one too, or no? Katya shakes her head. Katya. Thank you, but I don't smoke. Andre shrugs his shoulders and then continues. Andre, it's a costly habit. Good thing you don't in the Vushka. Don't pick it up. Well then, what's your business in that big city? Is it your home then, or have you got some business up there? Takes a drag of his cigarette and tries in painful consideration to blow the smoke aside, avoiding her. Katya, I, she hesitates. I am going to see an old friend of mine, as well as visit my sister. She started work. She started working at an art gallery. She got to know someone there who managed to full, pull a few strings for her. It's been a long dream of hers to finally get away from working at the factory and start working somewhere else. I can't believe it. Neither of us thought that would be possible. Observing her expression and morph, and her soft voice trail off. Andre quirks a thoughtful brow at her revelation and summons a more genteel approach for a reply. He can't be his martial self with this young lady. He's not chewing the fat with his men back in the barracks. Andre, what about you? What's your business besides visiting? Are you still in the factory, Devushka? That's a damnably hard life. It's hard like my lot after all. We both risk getting killed by stealing stupid people. Katya, honestly, I've been laid off. I'm not really quite sure what I can do now. That's why I'm visiting my sister too. I think she might be able to pull some strings for me. Maybe I can be a receptionist or some kind of secretary at some place she knows. You know, it's kind of unexpected, but my sister really got to know a lot of people in the last couple of months, ever since she started working at the art gallery. She seems to be getting along well with a group of avant-garde artists and poets who often meet at the gallery. In fact, one of them is now her best friend. She's the one who helped pull strings to get my sister where she is today. Katya looks slightly hopeful as she talks. Andre can sense a sense of de desperation. She clearly wants an opportunity to arise out of her visit.